This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. I can't believe I'm saying this. This episode is brought to you by Lola V, an award-winning hair care line by the one and only Jennifer Aniston. Why did Jennifer Aniston start a hair care company? Because she was tired of choosing between hair products that work and hair products that are actually good for us. But thanks to Lola V, we never have to choose again. No silicones, no sulfates, parabens, or gluten. And of course, it's cruelty-free and vegan. The glossing detangler and perfect conditioner are my personal favorites. Not only do they repair the look of damaged hair, but they also shield it from future harm. The first step to unlocking confidence in your dating life and your daily life is feeling confident about your hair. So unlock Jennifer Aniston approved hair at lolav.com. And as listeners of Seeing Other People, you're getting an exclusive 15% off off of your entire order when you use code Seeing Other People at checkout. That's 15% off your entire order at lolavie.com with promo code Seeing Other People. Please note you can only use one promo code per order and discounts can't be combined. After your purchase, they will ask you where you heard about them. Please, please, please support Seeing Other People and let them know that I sent you. Being single for so many years while everyone else around me was in these relationships, it really allowed me to know exactly what I wanted. Hey guys, it's Alana and you're listening to Seeing Other People Unfiltered. It's Thursday, so that means real life daters are coming on to share their real, sometimes shocking, and always unfiltered experiences. Think you're alone out there? Think you're the only one whose ex hooked up with your mom or whose last date ended up being a catfish? Think again. I am 28 years old. I live in Miami, Florida, and I really just want to talk about dating in your 20s, specifically when you're the only one that's really single in your friend group and everyone seems to just kind of have their shit together in their love life. And you're just kind of like, what am I doing? Why does no one want me? Um, I want to talk about that. I want to talk about first dates. I feel like I've had so many first dates in my lifetime. And I love kind of just talking about that. And, you know, what that comes with, like, whether that's sleeping with the person on the first day, just like awkward situations, kind of like who offers to pay. I don't know all the little things that come with it. Um, and yeah, just kind of talk about dating in general. I am so happy that you're here to talk about all of this because we could talk about it for days and weeks and years and still have more to talk about, but I'm really excited to talk about the being single in your twenties when everyone else is in a relationship because that is something that I experienced for a long time. However, because I'm no longer going through that, I feel like I'm no longer qualified to talk about it, which is why I'm really happy to have you here to talk about it because it is something that is so relatable. It's something that so many people experience and it is really, really emotional and sometimes confusing, sometimes painful, sometimes fun, but there's a lot that comes with it that I feel like people just want to feel like validated in all of those feelings. I want to start by just getting a little background on what is currently going on, if anything, in your dating life. I finally am in a very happy, healthy relationship with my boyfriend, but it took a really long time to find a boyfriend. And, you know, I was still 25, 26 when I was single. And we've now been dating for like two and a half years. But I was that friend, you know, that was single for so long. I never had a boyfriend in high school. I never had a boyfriend in college. 
Um, I was really that like single fun friend for so many years. And so that's kind of where I'm currently at now. So technically, you know, not qualified, but I feel like when I do talk about this subject to my single friends, they really do respect and appreciate like what is coming out of my mouth because they know that I've kind of been there, done that. And yes, we're obviously older now and it's a little bit different. Sometimes they'll be like, hey, you're kind of saying this now, but you were also 25, 26 when that was happening. You're not 29, 30. So sometimes I'm like, I completely get what you're saying. It makes sense. But, you know, everyone felt that way at some point. So, yeah, that that was a little bit more than you asked, but that's kind of my my status. No, that's that perfect. No, I, I think it's so important, like, to know. Yeah, we're, maybe it was when we were younger, but I don't think it matters if what we wanted was to be in a relationship, you know, cause there, there are people in their late twenties, early thirties who don't want to be in a relationship, but they're the only single one in the friend group. There are people that are 19 who so badly want to be in a relationship. Like I know for the entirety of my singlehood, there was never one point where I was like, I love being single. I don't want to find someone like, no, I wanted a boyfriend more than anything at every yeah. given moment. Yeah. So we, yeah. I, I feel you. Um, and, and, and we, we do get it. Um, what was it like for you when you were going through that? Like, are there, what, what did you remember the biggest struggles were or what like stands out to you as something that you overcame in that? Yeah. So honestly, I feel like being single for so many years while everyone else around me was in these relationships, it really allowed me to know exactly what I wanted. It was like, I had so many relationships around me. Some were the high school relationships where I'm like, fuck no, like I do not want that. Like having to like sneak around or like all this drama of like just stupid shit that I'm like, I don't want a boyfriend in college, in high school. And it was just like, I was happy doing my thing, right? That was me in high school. In college, I'm like, okay. I also was such a prude. So like, I think that it wasn't like, oh, I'm single and like having sex with like all these guys. I wasn't even like that. I was like literally such a prude during all of this time. When I say prude, I mean a virgin. Like I wasn't, I was a virgin until like, I want to say summer of going into my senior year of college, which that, you know, like 21, that's pretty late. And it was, it wasn't like, oh, I'm single. I want to be like having sex with all these guys. It was more so just like, I'm looking at all of these relationships around me. Some of them were so shitty and toxic. And I'm like, why do I even want to be a part of that? Like, I'd rather do me for now until I have something that like looks really loving and special. And then I had the relationships around me that, were like, oh my God, I cannot wait to have that. So it was like, it was kind of like a mix, right? It was like, I knew exactly what I didn't want from looking at some of these relationships. And then I knew exactly what I did want from looking at some of these relationships. So I even think being single for all those years, it was like, you kind of, you kind of start to like, understand like what it is that you don't want and what you do want and then you're like when you're going on these dates you're like okay like I can kind of see that with this person but I don't know I I was kind of off track but yeah I was just kind of like knowing what I wanted I think that's a really positive way to look at it because you could sit there and be like oh everyone else has these people and these things like poor me I suck because I don't have that but instead you were like okay like I don't have that but let's look at these things and 
see like, what would I want in the future? What would I not want? Like, I think, you know, there were times where I was even jealous of people who were in unhealthy relationships just because they had that partner that I wanted so badly. And so had I approached it the way you did, and and what, I don't know if you did this in the moment or if it was really in hindsight, but like, if I had looked at other people's relationships and been able to separate like, okay, actually like not just getting into a relationship doesn't solve my problems. I will still have all of my life's problems, all of my unanswered questions, all of the things I need to work on will still be there when I get into a relationship. And I just, I had the opposite mindset. Like I thought that getting a boyfriend would solve every last problem that I had. And that was so not true. Cause you, yeah. Cause you want to feel validated and it's like, I totally understand that. And I think that, I think that's a mindset I think younger women have, right. It's like in high school and almost college, it's like, I just want like a boyfriend to show off. I want someone to tell me I'm beautiful and I want to like have like consistent sex. And I want, you know, like, I just, I want all those things, but I feel like at the end of the day, everyone wants love, right. Everyone loves love. And it's like, don't you like, you have to be so excited for it. It's like, I'm almost jealous sometimes of my single friends. Cause I'm like, Oh my God, you haven't even experienced like everything. Like you haven't experienced the first and like the honeymoon phase. And even just like the fun dating in the beginning, I'm like, there's so much to look forward to like in every stage in a yeah. relationship that I'm like, be excited about it. Like it's going to happen, right? Like everyone is going to find their person. Like I really do believe that unless you're actively trying to stay single and like maybe just I don't know you're asexual or you're just kind of are happy on your own which is totally cool and fine everyone is going to find their person so maybe it's just going to happen later but like just staying excited for that moment I think is like so key and like knowing that it's going to happen so until it does happen just enjoy life and enjoy your single self you know Yeah. I think it's so cool to put that perspective at the top of people's minds and be like, if you are single, you just, you haven't experienced like the best love of your life. You haven't experienced falling in love with the person you're going to be with forever. Even my friends who are in long-term relationships, but waiting to get engaged and like feel anxious about it. I'm like, you have the best, most special moment of your life to look forward to. Like, yeah, Yeah. maybe you wished it had already happened, but it hasn't yet. And like, how cool is it that you still get to have that? And I think that's a really cool approach of like, okay, it hasn't happened yet, but it's going to. And that is so cool and special and just hold on to that hope and excitement. Right. Exactly. And it's, it really is. It's so easy to lose sight of that and kind of just be like annoyed and stressed and you know, in your head, why am I not finding anyone? What's going on? Like, what is wrong with me? But you just haven't found your person. And I know that's such an annoying thing to hear from someone who isn't single. But it's so true. Because I I mean, and we can this, this can kind of be like the segue into the first dates and stuff. But I was really putting myself out there. Like, that's another thing. It's like, you also are not going to sit at home and just like find your person. And I know that I hate the cliche saying of like, when you least expect it, like it'll happen because yes, while there is some truth to that, you really do have to put yourself out there. And it was getting to a point where I was going on so many dates. And that's when I, that's when I started to lose like self-confidence. I was like, okay, what, like it, it's a numbers game, right? Like I'm going to find my person, but how am I not finding my person when I'm literally going on like four to five dates a week? I was like, what is happening? So 
I do. And then obviously, eventually it worked out. But I do think that putting yourself out there and like, really meeting as many people as you possibly can. If you keep doing that, like you will, you will find your person. Did you know that hair thinning will happen to approximately one in two women? It is so normal, but it's not talked about and it makes all of us going through it feel really alone and frustrated. And I'm one of those women and I have been so self-conscious about my hair thinning and shedding for so long. That is why I'm eternally grateful that I found Nutrafol last year. And honestly, I wish I had tried it sooner. When my team asked me recently if I wanted to team up with Nutrafol, I have never said yes to something faster. Nutrafol has become a part of my routine that I can't live without because of how much it's helped me and I truly could not recommend it more highly. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. And it is so easy to start your hair journey. You can take the hair wellness quiz on Nutrafol.com for a personalized hair health plan based on your specific root cause. Because everyone's root causes of hair thinning are different, so a one-size-fits-all approach to hair growth doesn't cut it. That's why Nutrafol has multiple formulas that are tailored to give your hair what it needs to grow throughout different stages, as well as for different lifestyles like plant-based diets. And I know, I know, it can be hard to commit long-term to doing something every single day. But with Nutrafol, building a hair growth routine is simple. Purchase online, no prescription required, free shipping, and automatic delivery ensures that you'll never miss a day and you'll see results in three to six months. If I can do it, so can you. It's kind of funny that I'm recording this right now as I'm literally about to go get a haircut because my hair is probably the longest it's ever been right now and my hair never used to grow. But now it does and it's really all thanks to Nutrafol. Plus, I am so grateful to be going into my wedding feeling confident about my hair and that is definitely not something I expected to be able to say before starting Nutrafol. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners a $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code seeing other people. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com promo code seeing other people. That's Nutrafol.com promo code seeing other people. You guys are in for a treat because support for today's episode comes from the best of the best, Jenny Kane. And yes, there is a discount, so keep on listening. You know that feeling when you get a new sweater and it instantly becomes basically another layer of your skin? Like you wear it everywhere for everything all the time. Okay, well, Jenny Kane has become my literal uniform. And if you don't know Jenny Kane, I'm pretty much about to change your life because Jenny Kane's clothes did that to mine. Jenny Kane is a California brand with luxurious staples that will transform your closet. Think minimalist and effortless, but totally refined. They have the coziest cashmere sweaters and iconic accessories that will elevate your everyday basics. I don't know if I wear my cashmere fisherman hoodie or my cropped cashmere cocoon cardigan more. All I know is that I cannot live without either of them. Whether it's a cozy night in with the girls, a dinner date with Jake, or catching a flight to Florida to see my parents, these sweaters are perfect for every single occasion. And I couldn't be happier when I'm wearing them because I'm so comfy. And you guys know me. I always choose comfort over how something looks. But with Jenny Kane, I don't have to choose because I get comfort and I get style. All right. So we have the discount code coming for you. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Seeing other people listeners get 15% off their first order when you use code SOP at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com. Promo code SOP, S-O-P. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. I'm not just a girl on the go these days. I am a chicken running around with its head cut off. 
Two podcasts, wedding planning, wedding attending, dog momming, traveling, and trying to eat well, move my body, and stay sane all at once is not a recipe for success. That's why I've turned to my recipe masters, aka Factor, which delivers ready-to-eat meals that taste delicious, make me feel good, and take a major thing off of my to-do list. Factor's meals are pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved and there are more than 35 options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie-smart, vegan, veggie, and more. Guys, I seriously can't say enough good things about Factor's meals. They take two minutes to heat up, which means I can pop them in the microwave between recordings, or I can grab a ready-made smoothie from the fridge on my way to a workout class, or I can even have dinner ready for me and Jake after a really long day of work without lifting a finger. It has changed so much and has really made me feel like there's one last thing I need to worry about. And I feel good after eating the meals. Like they're so delicious and nutritious. You can order as much or as little as you need by choosing six to 18 meals per week. And you can pause or reschedule whenever you need, which has been really helpful for me with on and off traveling that I've had over the last few months and over the next few months. And you guys know I love when things make sense financially and factor meals are less expensive than takeout. So you save money and you don't have to go anywhere to pick them up. Factors roasted garlic butter salmon and their tomato basil chicken risotto are two of my favorites that I keep ordering on repeat, but honestly, every single one of their meals has lived up to the hype. And of course, we are hooking you guys up. Head to factormeals.com slash seeingotherpeople50 and use code seeingotherpeople50 to get 50% off. That's code seeingotherpeople50 at factormeals.com slash seeingotherpeople50 to get 50% off. Yeah, you literally never know also what, what one interaction will lead to. Like maybe you go and you go on a date that you weren't excited about, but you're like, okay, like I'm going to go on the date anyway. And, you know, it's not a fit, but they're like, you end up becoming friendly with this person. They're like, actually, like this sounds weird, but I like know somebody who you might hit it off with. Or you go on that date that you weren't excited about. And then as you're heading out, your friend texts you saying, hey, do you want to meet up with me and this group of people? And you're already out. So you say, sure, why not? And you go and maybe that's where you meet your person or the person who's going to eventually introduce you to your person. And you wouldn't have been there had you stayed home that night and then gotten that text at nine o'clock and be like, no, I'm in my pajamas. I'm in bed. I'm not doing that. Like you literally, you never know. I want to ask, because you mentioned that you were a virgin until going into your senior year of college. Was that stressful for you at all? Like, did you feel self-conscious about that throughout college? Honestly, no, it was, yeah, it wasn't anything that had to do with being self-conscious. I just feel like my entire life, I was always so calculated. It was like, I was the girl in middle school that was like, I want my first kiss to be in the rain and with the guy that's my boyfriend. Like everything was always like, I had this perfect, like just vision of how I wanted things to go down. And when it came to sex, it was always like, I wanted to be with the person I love. I want it. I don't want it to be with like a random. I don't, you know, it was always like that mentality. And honestly, it got to the point where I just kept holding on to that like idea of like wanting my first person to just be with someone that I loved, that it almost became like this really cool thing about me. It's like guys almost like thought it was hot that I was still a virgin in some type of way. Like they were, I remember getting like guys would be like, 
oh shit, like, so this is going to be a challenge for me. And I'm like, okay, no, like literally that's not what I'm saying here. But it wasn't, it wasn't anything I was self-conscious about. It was almost something I was like proud of. I was like, you know, you kind of have to like work for this. And it got, I mean, I mean, spoiler alert, like it ended up being with someone who fully was not my boyfriend and someone that I did not care about. But it was, you know, it was nice to kind of have that attached to my name, if that makes sense. Like it was almost like a pride thing. Um, but yeah, no, everything that you've said so far has been like, there are, there, there are so many negative ways to look at certain situations and to reflect like on yourself and put pressure on yourself or feel self-conscious and every single situation so far, you've had a way of putting this positive spin on it that where like you're owning it and you're embracing it and you're better because of it. And I just want to call that out because I think that is so cool and so admirable and something that is really, really difficult to do, but is so worth trying to encourage yourself to do. And yeah. I'm just like, I'm really impressed. Yeah, no, thank you for saying that. I've never really thought of it that way, but yeah, it was, you know, and don't get me wrong. I was doing other things with guys. It wasn't like I was <laughs> like making out and calling it a night. You know, I was obviously like, horny and like growing up and being like, you know, I want to experiment, but it yeah. was like, sex was just like, no, like, I, like I would always go into every first day. I would always tell guys too, because you know, like I, they would always expect it. Right. Like, it's just like, it's not going to happen. Um, and then they almost like would be like even more down, but it's funny that I'm saying all of this because once I did, have sex it kind of like you know I wasn't holding back necessarily so it wasn't like you know but it took me a minute and uh, yeah it, it kind of just was what it was yeah okay so moving into the first dates yes um what was your first date journey like I think it's so interesting to hear about people's experiences with first dates like for me I also like went on a, a zillion first dates. I really wish I like counted or like made a list of all the people I went on first dates with, but I felt like I was very good at first dates. The problem for me came after the date where I immediately would be like, oh my God, what did they think? Do they like me? Am I going to hear from them again? Like, do they want to see me again? And so for me, it was never about like going into the date. Like, yeah, I would get a little like nervous going into it. But once I was there, I didn't really have an issue. I'm curious what your experience was. Yeah. First dates are the best. I feel like same. I was the same. I felt like I could literally write a novel on how to crush a first date. I was, it's honestly like a sport like you literally just need to practice and get over that those like initial first awkward ones and then you're like oh this is chill like I'm just meeting someone new and this is gonna be so much fun my initial first dates for me I mean they really started post-college to be honest I wasn't going on dates totally. yeah I don't think that was like yeah. really a thing um but when I I actually moved to Los Angeles right after college um to start working. And that's when I was like, you know, Tinder started in college for me, but you know, it was when Bumble was popping off like Tinder. I, I don't even know if Hinge was a thing then, but I was just so open, not only because I wanted to just meet new people. Cause I didn't really know a lot of people in Los Angeles, but 
I was just like, okay, like, let me just start this journey. And obviously I was like a hopeless romantic. I just wanted to find my boyfriend and the guy that I was going to lose my virginity to. Um, And yeah, first dates were so much fun. I mean, I literally like, it was crazy. It got to a point where I was going on like three, four, five dates a week. And it's like, I had my first date outfit. Like I had like my little talking points that would just like automatically come out of my mouth, you know? And some were really fun and like flowed naturally and they were easy. And some were really awkward and uncomfortable. And I think it's just like, the more you put yourself out there, the more comfortable you get. And so it was just a lot of fun. I mean, I have so many, I feel like I just have stories for days, but it was really the type of thing where I knew it got to a point where like, I knew if the guy was going to text me the next day, like you, you know, if you vibed, you know, and it's like, okay, when we, when I thought we vibed and then I didn't get a text or, you know, they didn't respond to my thank you for tonight, I'm home, you know, type Mm -hmm. of situation. That's when I would, you know, a piece of my ego would, you know, tear up a little bit. And I'm like, damn, like, what, you know, what did I do? Like, why, why didn't he feel the same exact way as I did? I mean, I thought we vibed super well. And I think it just, you know, I think with the more dates I went on, the more I realized, like, fuck that. Like, if we were so off, like, if our, if I thought it went so well, and you clearly didn't, like, you're not my person. Like, it's literally as simple as that. And I think something that I always this quote that like, I always it's not a quote, but this like saying that I always um, like, I remember I read once and I was like, wow, this is really all you need to know when dating is the whole like, if someone likes you, you'll know, you'll you'll be confused. And I'm like, that's literally all anyone needs to know. Like, you'll know if they're into you and you're vibing, they'll be texting you, they'll hit you up the next day, they'll ask you out again. And if you're like, Oh, shit, why didn't they text me? What did I do? What am I doing? move on to the next and literally like, don't waste your time. Yeah. You could spend your entire life trying to figure out why it didn't work out with somebody or why somebody didn't want to see you again and still not find the answer because sometimes there just is no answer, but guess what? You don't need the answer. You know, not knowing that they don't want to see you again or knowing that like you texted them, they didn't answer whatever it is. Like there's your answer. That's it. You don't need to find yeah. closure from every single person, from every single situation. You're not going to. That's the reality. Yeah, exactly. And once you kind of realize that, things just get so much easier because you're not latching onto this idea of like the potential. I also, oh my God, I would like, if there, if we like had like a hot makeout at the end of the day, I'm like, oh, that's my soulmate. Like I'm, yeah. I'm, I literally would text all, I texted my friends multiple nights a week being like guys I know I said this last time but this time for real like it's him that's it's true this time I actually met my person and they're like okay we'll believe it when we see it um and yeah it's you know I'm uneasy I don't know I feel like I was just so vulnerable and open that entire time my roommates and I our first two years out of college we you know did you watch new girl Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know how they had like the douchebag jar for Schmidt? Yeah. yeah and right. every time he said something douchey, he had to put yeah. money in the jar. So we jokingly made like a douchebag jar for us and we each had a thing. And for me, it was every time I came home from a date saying, Oh my God, I'm in love, <laughs> I had to put money in the jar. Yeah. And so it's, I'm, I'm wondering when you actually met 
your now boyfriend of like two and a half years, did you text your friend saying that? Yeah. So good question. I, I am not kidding. I got to the point after like all of these dates that I was going on, because this was like a year or two of constantly going on these dates. And I got to a point where I'm like, you guys, I'm done. Like I'm, I'm, I'm deleting all the apps. Like I'm not doing it anymore. Like if it happens, it happens. I'm not, I was, you know, I was annoyed and I, and I know you think I'm all like positive and everything, which I like to think I am for the most part, but it did get to a point where I was completely numb. And I actually had like been with a guy a week before and I texted all my friends and I'm like, you guys, I'm telling you right now, I'm not having sex with anyone again until they're my boyfriend. Like I'm done. Like I'm done dating. I'm not, I'm, I'm not doing it anymore. And I, I literally still have that text on my phone and they're like, okay, you always say that. And I'm like, no, I'm serious. So with my now boyfriend, he was someone that I already had on like my hinge. Like we had already communicated, but we never went on a date from it. So I think he just sent me like three like hello emojis, like with a little hand. And I was like, what's up? And that's it. Never like talked anymore. And then the following week after literally telling all of my friends this, I saw him at a Rufus to Soul concert at the LA Historic Park. And it, you know, this is like a 15,000 person show. And literally my friend group was just next to his friend group. And I'm like pretty drunk at this point. And I'm like, I'm just going to go say hi. I, I don't really know him, but like I've, you know, I, I he's on my hinge. I'm going to see if he knows who I am. And I went up to him and I'm just like, hey, like, do you know who I am? And then he's like, hey, yeah. And then the following um week he just like dm me and we went out so it wasn't wow. yeah so it wasn't like did that answer your question i don't even remember what you asked well hold on first of all that is awesome good for you for going up to him Props. Thanks. um what okay well how did you feel after actually going on the first date with him okay so so that's the thing it wasn't even like a it wasn't really even like a first date he invited me and my friends to a USC tailgate. So it was kind of like a group setting, which already made things a little bit, you know, easier. And also I do want to say that he was never the type of guy that I was like, oh my God, I'm like, so like, he's like, I'm like, so interested. Like I, it was more the type of thing where I'm like, okay, he's Jewish. Being Jewish was a big thing for me. Um, he's good looking and he looks chill. Like I'm, I'm going to like go on this date with, or I'm going to go meet up with him. Right. So really, I think it's also just important to call out the importance of giving people chances and not closing anyone off. Um, so that's number one, but number two, it was the most natural like day tailgating with him and his friends. Like we were all just like vibing, laughing. I remember my friends had to leave at the end of the tailgate and he was like, stay with me. Like, let's go out. And I was like, oh my God, like, I don't want him to feel like he has to babysit me all night. I don't really want to, like, I was just like, I don't know. I don't like being that person that like has to, I don't know, be in a crew that you're not comfortable with. So he just made it so comfortable, so easy. We were laughing. We were like drinking. I don't know. It was just one of those dates where I'm like, it's so effortless. And you're like, this guy could literally be my best friend with how like easily it's all going. Um, so yeah, it was just kind of that feel of like easiness and, and comfort. 
discomfort. I love that. And it sounds like based on how things went, I mean, like he invited you to, and friends to hang out and then like, asked you to say, it goes back to that. If someone likes you, you'll know. If not, you'll be confused because it sounds like you weren't confused. It was just, you started exactly. spending time together and then spent more time together. Exactly. Literally, we, I, I remember I slept over his house that night because it was just that comfortable. It was like, you know, it yeah. wasn't even, it was just like, sure, why not? Yeah. Literally, we were getting along so well, vibing. He's like, yeah, stay over. I'm like, cool, perfect. I'm not kidding. Every single day after that, we hung out like five days straight. Like he was texting me every morning. He was asking me like to go to a concert, going to eat. I'm like, oh, this guy is into me. Like I, there's no doubt. Like it wasn't like, guys, like why hasn't he texted me? I don't know if I was so weird. And also like, I remember waking up the next morning being like, this guy is never going to text me again because I felt like, I don't know. I felt like super ratchet. And like, I was just like drinking all night. Like I I remember like feeling so gross. And I was like, guys, I don't think he's going to be texting me, but it's fine. And uh, he was, and I was like, okay, like this guy's into me and I'm going to go with it because I'm having literally the best time. So yeah. I love that. Did you accomplish your mission of not sleeping with the next person until they were your boyfriend? (laughs) I'm like, please don't ask me that. No. (laughs) I literally slept with my boyfriend on the first uh, after the tailgate. So I know I'm like going from like a prude to like literally the girl who's sleeping with someone (laughs) on the first date. But hey, it worked. But that's how comfortable it was. And honestly, I think it's such a I think it's such a dip. I know it's like a debate, right? It's like never sleep with the guy on the first date. But it was the type of day where like I'm saying, it was just so beyond comfortable. I felt like I had known this guy for so many years. We were having fun. The vibes were right. And I was like, you know what? Like it just felt right in that moment. And they did. And he ended up texting me the next day and I ended up becoming, he ended up being my first boyfriend. So it's like, yes, I think it's important to kind of like play your cards, right. And have some sort of mystery to you. Right. Like, I think it depends on the guy, but on the other hand, like if, it feels right. Like, do you, like, if he likes you, he likes you. And if, if he wants to get to know you, he will, it's not going to matter if you like slept with him or not, but no, I, I did not. My friends were literally dying. They're like, you're the worst. I'm like, I know. So funny. I do agree though. I think for the most part, again, like some people are an exception, but I, I do think for the most part, if somebody likes you, sleeping with them or not is not going to change the fact that they like you unless something goes like horribly wrong or it's like super uncomfortable because it is too soon. You don't feel that comfortable with each other, but otherwise I don't think it is going to change. Like it's, that's not going to be the reason why it didn't work out, you know, unless, unless like it is really a guy who like wants that chase and like needs to feel that like push and pull and like, will we, won't we? But in that case, that person's probably not ready for a relationship anyway, if they're still in that mindset of needing to chase you or like accomplish something. Exactly. And I think that, I think that also there's just so many other factors that contribute to it. It's like, they can be, you know, their culture, right? The culture that they come from, like that could be seen as like, really I don't know inappropriate or slutty or this and that and it's like okay then maybe that person wasn't even right for you like yeah like yeah there's so many other mismatched things yeah and so it's like if if sex is gonna be the reason why it didn't work out I guarantee you like that person was not your person you know and I think that 
so many girls beat themselves up over like a drunk night and ended up like spilling too much or doing too much or, you know, going too far. And it's like, don't beat yourself up for it. Like if that person is meant for you and if they truly like you, I promise you, like, they'll think that that was like hot. If anything, you know, they'll be like, oh my God, like, I love that she did that. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Like let people embrace you for who you are. Yeah. Yeah. Going back to first dates, since we both have been on so many of them, I'm wondering if there's any actionable advice you could give somebody. Like one thing you mentioned, like we ha- we had that first date script, but how can we still have like different types of experiences with different people? Even if we kind of go into it with that first date, like script, those stories, those basics in mind. Yeah, you know, it could go so many ways. I feel like as long as you, one, just being, obviously this is such a basic one, but always being yourself. Like the second you start to play the role of someone you're not is when you're just gonna, you know, go into like a hole of just confusion because you're gonna be like, ah, I kind of like started talking about this, but I don't even like this. I remember I would like in the beginning, I would make all these like white lies. And I'm like, what am I doing? Like, why am I lying about the fact that I'm like a sports fan? Or like, I remember once a guy ordered, um, um, I don't know, like some whiskey drink or what dirty, what are they called? The old fashioned. And I'm oh, like, no. well, yeah. I'm like, make it too. And I'm literally no. like dying drinking this just like, Oh my God, I would be so unwell. (laughs) No, no. I was like literally throwing up in my mouth. I'm like, why am I doing this? Like you always, always have to be yourself. I think once you kind of realize that being yourself is like the key to success in all of your dates, it's like, you start to feel this like confidence about you that you maybe didn't know you had. Cause you're like, if I'm just going to be myself and you start like getting hit up after the first date or the second day, you're like, oh, wow, like I really don't need to try to be someone I'm not like this is really all you need to do. Um, so being yourself and, you know, even though you always start off with just like asking the basics, I remember, you know, like, what do you do for work? And, you know, tell me about yourself. And I feel like once you ask those, it's really it's really just the energy that comes after that. Like if the guy is cookie cutter answering those questions being like, what about yourself? You know, if it's always, if it feels like super transactional, that's when I kind of like block it out. And I'm like, okay, this guy is not going to work out for me. But a lot of those times, those questions turn into like inside jokes or, you know, funny stories. And I feel like it's really just, it all depends on the energy and like the vibe and the connection that you two have. So I don't know that there's, I don't know that I have like specific advice on just like the script and like the questions you ask per se. No, no, you are. I mean, I I really like the point about being yourself. And I think it is at the end of the day, the most important thing we can do. Otherwise you're kind of just manipulating somebody into liking someone that isn't you. Um, And, you know, just to kind of add on to what you said, like, yeah, like ask the questions. Obviously you're going to want to know where they grew up, where they went to college, what they studied. But I think, I think to get into that conversation of like, like those funny stories and things that become inside jokes. And like, you never know where a conversation will lead. Be genuinely curious. I'd say, yeah. you know, don't just stop at like a, Oh, like, what'd you study? Maybe instead say like, why, why did you study that thing? Or like, what'd you yeah. want to be when you grow up? Like yeah. actually make an attempt to get to know this person and you being curious will also open the door for them to be curious and like explorative. I don't know if that's a word back yeah. to you. That's a, yeah. So yeah. like think about it. Like you're going into this date, you have an hour or two hours or whatever 
to just get to know somebody. Like that's really cool. Yeah, I think that's really good advice. I think the curiosity thing is so key because also everyone loves talking about themselves. And it's like if you're if you're allowing someone to talk about themselves in a way that makes them feel like you're genuinely like wanting to get to know them, that's just like a recipe for a good day, you know? And like that's when the conversation flows and um it just yeah, it, it works out and I feel like the ones that maybe you are being genuinely curious and asking and they still don't kind of work out, then maybe that's just like, it's not maybe the best fit, but you also just know that you gave it your all and stay true to yourself. Yeah, 100%. I also think, well, two things. One, I think when you are asking questions like that, you never know what they're going to say that like you might really connect with them on. And you could go from like asking like three out of the 20 basic questions and then you never even find out like, where they moved after college because you just started talking about this thing that led to 25 other conversations that you never would have gotten to had you not asked those questions. Um, My other thing is make sure you are asking questions and not just answering questions. I specifically remember this one date I went on where I had matched with this guy like a few times. Like we all had those people we would like match with on every app, but never go out with. And I finally made it on a date with this one guy. And I thought he was like the cutest person in the world. And we get there and I thought we had the best time ever. I was like, this guy is absolutely going to want to see me again. I texted him. He never answered. In hindsight, I didn't shut the fuck up the entire time. I was like, venting about work and friends and who the hell knows it was literally a therapy session for me no wonder I had such a good time but he probably thought I was crazy yeah that's so funny I know it's so it's so easy to kind of get caught up in your own story and like narrative and you're just like oh wow I haven't even asked like who you are and what you do and you know but that's funny but that just comes to show that you know, allow that space for everyone to talk about themselves because clearly um, it helps the situation. I did want to add though, I mean, especially, I think especially like in your mid to late 20s, I think also another really important question to ask, like, honestly, I don't know if like right off the bat, but definitely like first date questions is like, what are you looking for? And like, yes, 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 yes what are like, what are you looking for in a relationship? Like, where are you at? Like, emotionally? Are you emotionally available? Are you just looking for fun? I think that asking that on the first day will literally alleviate so many pain points of just like wondering what this guy wants and what he's looking for. And a lot of the times like you'd be surprised guys are usually quite honest. I don't think guys are ever like, Oh, I'm looking for a long-term girlfriend. And really, they're just like trying to fuck around. Like most guys will straight up be like, honestly, I just got out of a three-year relationship and I'm just looking to meet some people. And I think it just sets expectations so early on and like just really helps a lot of our worries. I think it's so important and people are so afraid to do that. It's not going to scare someone off. If you know that you want a relationship, You should not be wasting your time going on dates, developing feelings for, and trying to navigate a situationship with somebody who does not want a relationship. And someone who wants a relationship is going to respect that you asked them that 
They're going to respect that you also want a relationship. They're going to tell you what they're looking for. And, and if anything, they're going to be like, okay, cool. We're on the same page. They'll also be relieved. Like it's the unknowns that drive us crazy and make us overthink and self-sabotage and just end up in such painful situations where you could have just started on the first date asking someone what they're looking for. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. I think that's such an important point that most people, like you're saying, feel too awkward or embarrassed because it's like, I don't want them to think like I'm wanting a boyfriend right now, but no, you do. And you should let them know that because they yeah. might it just could also just save so much time. I'm like, let's just cut to the chase. Yeah. Um, we're all busy people. Like yeah. we all don't want to be going on a thousand first dates. Like we want to be finding what we're looking for, whether that's just somebody to casually hook up with or somebody to see if you can develop a long-term relationship with. And there's no shame in whatever your answer is. None of that's embarrassing. Like, especially also if you met this person on a dating app, there is an expectation there that it's one of those things. So like, instead of having to guess which multiple choice, why not have them just fill in the freaking blank? Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. I could not agree more. I think also it's like, you know, I think a lot of women in their late 20s get stressed out about not having I mean, this is kind of off topic, but something that just came to my mind. It's like I have so many friends that are, you know, some of them are single and they're so stressed about like their whole timeline, right? This whole timeline of um, I want to be pregnant by 33, 34, 35. Like I haven't even met someone yet. Like I still need a date for three years and I need to get married. It's like they get all stressed about this. And I feel like this is completely off topic, by the way. Um, no, it's I feel like I feel like, you know, the older we get, the shorter, the shorter, like, your dating life is. So it's like, I have friends that, you know, me, for example, right, I'm 28. I've been dating my boyfriend for two and a half, three years. But I have friends that just met their boyfriend, and their boyfriends were like 32. And they got engaged within six months, got married, yeah. and now have their first kid. And it's like, I think that they're I think just going back to like asking what you're looking for early on really is helpful because a lot of us in our late twenties need to know, like, I'm not trying to date someone for the next four or five years. Like I don't have time for that. Like, so it's like, yeah, going on these dates, obviously it becomes a little bit more selective because you're like, yeah, I actually want to find someone who is ready to date and get married within the next, you know, two, three years and just cutting around that bullshit. I feel like just saves so much time. Absolutely. Because guess what? There are people out there who want the same thing as you at the same time as you, but there are also people out there who maybe you are meeting a guy, you're 28 and you're meeting a guy who's 30. So in your mind, you think, oh, they're, they want the same timeline as me, but they might not. They might be so career driven and focused where they're not thinking about having a family for at least 10 years. And you need to know that. Yeah. You'd rather know that on dates one through five, then like year three. A hundred percent. And even, you know, like even I sometimes struggle with that because obviously, you know, I'm patiently waiting for a ring as well. <laughs> like, you know what? My boyfriend was actually so upfront from that early on. And a part of me was like, oh, okay, you're just saying that. But he always said, he's like, I don't want to necessarily get married, you know, until my like mid thirties, which obviously is not going to happen just because like, (laughs) we're not waiting that long. But it was something that I knew wasn't going to happen right away. And like, I was obviously okay with that. Because you know, I'm still youngish, like, it's fine. But 
just being so upfront about that early on really is, yeah, it's just key. Yeah. And guess what? You have the most exciting, special moment of your life to look forward to. Exactly. You can, <laughs> you can tell me that from experience. Um, exactly. Yeah, I I'm really excited. And, you know, it, it's the same type of feeling, right? It's like, just like being single. It's there's so many things. And just like for you, it's like, okay, you're now so excited for the wedding. And then it's like your first kid and then your second kid. And then a grant, it's just, there's, Life there's always together. the next thing yeah. yeah there's always the next thing and it's just like remembering to stay present and like what is currently happening and enjoying what you have now because it's everything everything is temporary exactly oh I love that so much this has been amazing you have been so so incredible before I let you go I have one last question and that is what is the best piece of dating or relationship advice you've ever received Honestly, I think I'm going to have to go back to what I said earlier. And I knew I, you would. Yeah, I knew it. I, because it it really is. It's it's truly the one piece of advice I think every single person needs to know. And, you know, I'll say it again. I literally have it written down. Um, if someone likes you, then you'll know. If they don't, you'll be confused. And that's all you need to know. You'll know when this guy or this girl is right for you when you have absolutely zero confusion and when you're just feeling confident and it's easy and you're not wondering every five seconds what is going on. And that's just the number one green light for like any potential relationship that you might have. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. I love it. Thank you so much for being here. Can't wait to have you back once you're engaged and we can talk yeah. all about it. <laughs> and maybe I won't be anonymous by then. We'll see. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. Well, I love that. Thank you to everyone who tuned in. Please, please, please send this episode to a friend who would benefit from hearing it, which is literally every single single person out there. So send it to the group chat, share it on your story, give us a five-star rating interview and you ha- you haven't yet. And if you have something you want to come talk about on Unfiltered, email me at seeingotherpeoplepodcast at gmail.com. Talk to you guys next time. Thanks for listening, daters. I hope today's episode made you feel just a little bit less alone out there, no matter what your status might be. Give your finger a break from swiping and hit that follow and review button instead. And if you have any burning questions or want to share your own unfiltered dating stories, reach out to seeingotherpeoplepodcast at gmail.com. And in the meantime, keep on seeing other people. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. <laughs>